welcome in our first uh, Sunday preview and sort of Thursday week one preview. Guys, we did it. Seven months since we've had real NFL football on the screen, and we are now 80 minutes away uh, from the start of Bills versus Rams. It is 6 p.m. here locally, 7 p.m. for you, Castro, you Florida nerd. Uh, that's actually you've been dealing with it for a couple of years. I was gonna say, what's it like for football to start at like one p.m.? It's not too bad. Uh, you, it definitely like you're like shit. Like you wait. It feels longer the wait now because I still wake up like around ten on Sundays and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just a longer wait, so that kind of sucks. But I remember in college when we first kind of started this dynasty league. Wouldn't matter how late I would. I would try and stay up till four or five in the morning on Saturdays just so I could wake up and have it be like eleven forty-five right before kickoff. And I would always wake up at seven or eight a.m. because I was so pumped for the day. I'm like, fuck, I got I got like three hours to kill. Uh, <laughs> something you actually do, William? Can we expect you to uh, to wake up at three in the morning and start do- on, after waivers process and start doing ad drops? <laughs> <laughs> not like we changed the time, did we not? I think it's actually like two, right? Right, yeah. You fuckers stay up till that time, so I got no advantage there. I'm at a disadvantage because I'm usually the one to sleep by then. So, yeah. You also suck. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) I've thought about that, and I've thought about switching it, like, oh, 4 a.m., but then the advantage switches to the guys who are up at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. So I really don't know what to do unless we make it a reasonable time for everybody, like 10 p.m. that night. But some people forget. They don't get it in until that late. So I, I think you're fine, man. Um, I, I, I think I, you're fine. I, I can't. Uh, thanks. Uh, I can stay <laughs> until like 2 in the morning if I, if I really want to. Honestly, what I'm trying to adjust to now is just like trying to get my brain programmed to wake up around that time. And, 2 o'clock? Uh, yeah, so like it kind of fucks with me because I wake up an hour or two hours later, and I look at the time I'm like fuck, it's not two o'clock yet or it's not one thirty yet. So then I like have to wait and then go back to sleep and then wake up again. So I just gotta reprogram my my brain. It'll be alright. I'm cool with it. You little fucks staying up till <clears throat> two in the morning. I should make it four. I should make those fucking late night people earn it. Like for real. I remember I loved it because I'd be like, I like some somewhere in my head. I know it's around that time, and I know I'm the only one up at four in the morning, unless I see like D's or Miller or maybe my brother like do a a, a waiver wire thing like move, and I'm just like adding whoever I can last minute. I've seen your brother like legitimately like oh I'm. I'm staying up like 30 more minutes till waivers process. I want him to have to earn that shit. So I'm, I'm thinking about saying 4 a.m. I want to, I'm going to suffer the whole next day. Dude, if you stayed up, down to it. you know, I'm down with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, maybe it's worth a, uh, an Instagram poll or a, or a sleeper poll to see. Uh, what about the Jose's Jose? I'd know what you would say. You're closer <laughs> to the 6 a.m. than the 2 a.m. group. Uh, I am. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I mean, I don't have a preference one or the other. I think my body is already programmed to, to wake up um, 2 a.m.-ish. Uh, I think every now and then I'm a couple of minutes, like 2.15, 2.20 or whatever, but mm. I feel like I'm already there. Um, so I think the last time I, I was up that early, like 4 or 5 a.m., I was talking to Miller, and that was probably a bad idea. Cause, <laughs> well, not, not really a bad idea, but just like I, I never pulled off a trade that early. But I went to sleep with that trade proposal, and I woke up, and I was like, we got we to gotta make it happen now or it's not going to happen. So... 
Um, but yeah, either either one works for me. Yeah, I couldn't care less either. Okay, well, maybe we'll make a poll to see. I mean, as it is now, I think you're right. It's one or two in the morning, and everyone seems to be fine. Uh, anyway, back to it. Given that we barely have over an hour before that kickoff, I'm sure everybody wants to be in place in front of their TV. Hell yeah. Their, uh, Tom Brady jerseys on or whatever their nope. favorite snack or dish is. Uh, so, Dick. well, let's get to it. Um, not a ton to go over today. For those new to this group, <clears throat> Uh, Noe and Joe, mostly what we like to do before Sunday comes up is we'll kind of go through each of the five, sorry, six matchups um, as they are. Uh, maybe highlight a couple <laughs> players of interest or maybe some questionable starts and then do what the whole, our whole namesake is, which is stick our nose where it doesn't belong and say what we think is a good or bad idea, uh, even if it's unsolicited advice. Um, uh, that, along with, uh, I've had a little bit of data saved up for a while that I've wanted to go through. I took some time and went through the history of each of our 12 franchises and found some uh, streaks and trends that uh, each of us have had for a while. I figured it's a fun thing to go into uh, as we enter the official start of the 2022 season and make our vote whether or not the streak will be broken. And um, you guys don't know. Actually, I know Castro knows his, but most for the most part, you guys don't know what your individual individual streaks are. It is totally subjective. Just something I found, thanks in large part to Jose's uh, very detailed collective data sheet on the history of our league. So it was kind of fun to come through. Uh, thanks, we, we can share that link in that group again uh, for anybody that wants to comb through and maybe look at their own page and stats. It's kind of fun to see who you've. It's got your head-to-head -head matchup history against everyone in the league, your highest points, your best finish, your uh, playoff history, uh, a whole bunch of stuff like that. So we'll share that again um, probably after this episode airs. And other than that, anything else before we get started? Let's welcome back, Castro. What did you say? I said welcome <laughs> back, Castro. Oh. Thank oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck Castro. Oh, yeah. Did you uh, did you listen to your the episode you missed? You probably didn't. I did listen to it. William. Oh, yeah? Your shitty-ass audio. Yeah, I heard it. What did... Oh, you could tell from there. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, man. Fix your shit, William. I'm, I was ho I'm, I'm still house-sitting. I'm house-sitting. <laughs> I thought I covered it up pretty well. The whole first 10 minutes was right. a damn nightmare. I had to cut all that stuff. I, I was like, damn, I felt bad because I knew Mario would have to... Uh, do some editing and I was listening to it. I was like, I can't even tell in the podcast. Yeah. Hey, worth speaking of you. producer duties, uh, is there yeah, a way to change, <laughs> is there a way to change the, the URL in um, like wherever the podcast is hosted? Cause it's still showing better if you're drunk and I, that bothers me every time it gets posted. <laughs> oh, I will look into it, sir. You're going to ask us after, no. aren't you? Okay, taking my notes. Look, here's my, here's my pen. Oh, here's, my, here's my, where's my pen? <laughs> <laughs> All right, taking notes. Got it. URL. You, should, you go yell at your assistant. Where URL. is he? URL. Uh, my brother. Write this down. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> All right, it has been written. I will look into it. Uh, I did listen to the episode though. It was really, I, was, I don't even I was, care anymore, dude. Shut up. No one cares about you. God damn. 
Uh, speaking of, I Just actually it took me it did take me a long time to go through. I mean, we I mean, Castro, you know, from having to sit in the chair, but having to go through and add those sound effects and then uh, denoise each of the individual records as they come in, fix like everyone had various audio issues. Jose, man, I I didn't hear your little dog um, while we were recording, but when I was going through, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that. I felt like every time there was a moment of pause, that dog was going off. Is do you officially have that dog now? Not no, not officially. It's just uh, Myra's dad goes out of town like very often, so it's like we have him probably two and a half, three weeks out of the month. Oh okay, yeah. Maybe we I, can I schedule around something. that. But... I mentioned something on here, and Myra punished me for it. So what'd you say? Um, well, no, the fucking the drink. So I just want to say Myra's the greatest. And uh, <laughs> what'd you mention? <laughs> Apparently, in one of the podcasts, I was like, Oh, yeah, uh, tell Myra uh, to have my drink ready or something like that. <laughs> to that extent, <laughs> and she was just like, Oh, hell no, like, I'm not, he's expecting it no more. Like, he's not getting it. And then, like, made my brother a drink, and motherfucker wasn't even gonna drink it at first. But uh, yeah, I just want to say, Myra's the greatest. She's, she's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then Myra, Myra had, like, a peace offering she wanted to give Will. Um, and it was, like, tacos that or Mexican food she got from wherever she was. She brought it home uh, on the night of the draft and offered it to Will. And was like, this is my peace offering. And, Will, I'm not sure if you heard her say that or not. But, no. um, but yeah, so, so y'all yeah. went to, like, she was walking y'all out. And then she's like, oh, Will, my peace offering to you. Um, and then you stayed in the car and your brother came back and he's like, oh, I'm here for the, the food that you were going to give me. And then, and she's like, oh, like, here, here you go, Fonz. And he's like, okay, thank you. And then Myra was like, like after everyone left, she's like, so I offered Will a peace offering of this food, but Fonz took it. I don't mind if he eats it. I just want to make sure Will knows that was my peace offering to him. And I was I like, did, I was I like, it's okay. <laughs> I thought it was for him and she was just rubbing it in my face. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother was the one that ate it. And he was like, hey, that was really good. I'm like, fuck you, that's, that's great. <laughs> Your piece is delicious. <laughs> my, my fucking heart shattered into and, pieces. And, and last thing, sorry, before we get started on the new season, the matchups, uh, yeah. the Ship Bowl trophy has been shipped oh! and received by Warwick. Warwick is now in possession of that for the entire year. William, this should have been your duty to hand off, whether, whether it was in person or to ship it out yourself, however you... Dropped it off um, in a very unpleasant manner in my home, huh? um, and I didn't find it until a couple days after. And now that shipping cost me twenty bucks, so you are in debt to me twenty bucks. All right, man. I'll get with my assistant about it. And you we'll get back to you. One, one last little thing before we really get started. Uh, Justin, speaking of produ- producing, oh, uh, he brought up some interesting uh, ideas and I actually appreciated him. I had spent a couple hours editing that thing together and within 20 minutes of it being released, he sent me a text. He's like, Hey, I'm loving these little flashbacks thing. And I, I felt vindicated instantly. I was like, dude, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> it's like so damn for long. appreciating my hard work. <laughs> uh, but then he threw out an idea today and uh, it, it wasn't super clear or fleshed out, but he, he talked about maybe doing some kind of predictions or weekly thoughts that could be added to the pod. To me, that I don't know how you guys uh, decided uh, deciphered it, and maybe he can even um, tell us now. And this could be the first bit of it if I can get him to send me some audio explaining what his thoughts were, and we could just sort of inject it. But that's sort of what I thought. It it almost seemed like a, a second party idea where 
if you have something you want to say, Justin could, you know, he offered himself to kind of edit it together, and I guess he would send it to us, and we could just place it somewhere in the timeline. How did you guys read that? No, yeah, I love that idea. I think it's a good opportunity for our listeners that are not in the league to, to like, send some audio to Justin or whoever, right? And just, like, it could be something for the week. Like, man, Castro sucks a lot of balls, and I think he's he's going to do the worst, you know, this week um, or whatever, you know. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think of, like, Matty G and, like, other people, you know. Like, it would be nice to hear from them because I know they're listening. And mm. um, we hear from our league all the time in the chats and stuff. It would be a nice source. Uh, outsource for uh, for that to happen. So, I don't know. I think it's a neat idea. I think we can make it work. If Justin's willing to put in the, the work of editing and just sending it to you to put it in, uh, put in, it in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's coming for your job, Lily. <laughs> I am producer. Bring, bring in the fresh ideas to, <laughs> to this podcast. I don't, Who do you honestly... think hired Justin? <laughs> All he does is pay $10. My assistant. My assistant hired him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. I also love the idea. I, I kind of understood it the same. Um, I think for like other podcasts that I listen to, they'll, they'll have like, you know, other listeners call in and or leave a voicemail and, you know, you can hear their question or their thoughts and, you know, we can all talk about it. And I, I kind of like that idea for our league too. I know we try to have a guest spot designated for um, someone else in the league that isn't on this podcast right now um, throughout the season. But, you know, with matching up with schedules and, you know, finding a designated two hours for them to devote to us while we do this, um, sometimes that can be difficult. So that could even be a, um, another way to get our, 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 our league involved um, where they don't have to sit through, through this stuff. So I like it. Yeah, I was a fan too. We'll see what it uh, fleshes out or, or develops into, but um as you mentioned, sit through this stuff. I just checked my clock and we're, we're like 25 minutes already before we've done right, anything. Do and we've got an hour before kickoff. So we'll speed, so we'll speed through it. Uh, appreciate the free thinking. Definitely open for everyone to kind of do that. Um, as Justin mentioned, this is not our job. It's not our full-time job. As it is now, I'll randomly have thoughts in my head, try to make a note of it. And if I have time, try to sit down and flush it out. But we're in like we're in crank it out mode where we just try to sit down and do these twice a week and anything that can kind of help keep it fresh and non cyclical and um, break the mold a little bit from it being repetitive. I'm all for. But all right. That being said, week one is uh, finally on us. This is a year eight of Flash Dynasty. Um, some of the OGs at this point. I don't have the full list in front of me, but I feel like they're getting. We're getting kind of low with uh, Joe and uh, Noe coming in and then Scott and Justin being the expansion teams. Um, uh, Warwick obviously wasn't new, and this damn thing is covering up my screen. But um, we're almost to, like, the uh, the original six style, like where hockey only has the originals and then everyone else just kind of came after the fact. But um, four of the OGs, actually, all four of us, we've been here since day one. So congrats on embarking on your eighth year for our group couple others that come to mind uh miller and isaac right yep uh i i don't know i i, I consider isaac an og because no I, he, he took over royce he, he was like, yeah. say not him but but, but uh, wasn't he like a co-owner no. the first year that with royce or no okay no, no i think wasn't. i think i tried i i kicked around michelle doing that because i could tell royce wasn't doing it but it didn't actually happen and then she ended okay. up taking over josh's team gotcha. um but Fonz, obviously, your brother, is one. 
And I think that's it. Yeah, 6v6. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, with so Miller and Fonz are the only other two. Okay, even split. Well, we've got eight years of data. That actually does make your spreadsheet a lot of fun, uh, Jose, when you go back and just see eight-year history and all this stuff. But, I mean, that's that's what I love about it as we kind of continue, continue year after year is that what you're doing now, like it, it is being written in ink for all time, and it's going to be thrown in your face at some yeah, point on, on a show like this. So, All right. Number uh, ne- numbers never lie. And yeah, they're fun to dig around, and we'll share that for sure at, uh, after this one airs. But all right, uh, a tradition we've had, I think, since the beginning is uh, week one is sort of a rivalry week. We like to have a rematch of the championship game kick everything off. We have a rematch of um, the runner up game. So, championship was you and me, obviously, Jose. Runner up, uh, Castro, was you and uh, Jacob, which is now owned and managed by Joe. So, his. You get to welcome him, and you get you get to bring him into the uh, to the league. Give him his first win. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, he's gonna walk in and be like, "This guy was number one offense last year." <laughs> they made a lot of moves. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from then on, we sort of uh, just break off into divisions. As we said, uh, there are three teams that everybody will play twice. So your week one matchup is a division matchup. So Isaac and Miller are going to square off in the um, the Witch Bowl, the two uh, people with the oh, craziest I forgot luck. about that. Uh, Fonz and Scott, who Fonz, funny enough, tell me the other night, he's just like terrified of Scott. He goes, <laughs> he was at a party. He's like, fuck, I got to play Scott week one. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was being serious because I'm like, I mean, Scott's only been in the league for like three years, I think. Like, how does he, how does he like so traumatized from this and he goes i just i don't know i feel like I feel like scott scott always fucks me up and i jose i referred to your sheet and looked it up he's two and two against them all the time which is like the definition of glass half full or empty because Fonz definitely went empty he's like well you, you see like i lose half the time so yeah Fonz, there's Fonz just gloom and doom this season uh maybe an outlook for his year um <laughs> But moving on, uh, Noe has his first uh, flash matchup against Warwick. And then we have uh, Justin and you, William, squaring mm-hmm. off in the uh, Tier 2 category. Yep. I think that was everybody. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be under the gun here since the kickoff is in an hour. So let's try and uh, speed through them. Let's start at the top. Jose, me, and you get things going. Um Last time we met, obviously, I forget what happened. Um, yeah, it's a little, it's a little fuzzy. It's a little fuzzy. As I look up, I don't see the you got the your ass looked. Belts and front. who the fuck <laughs> asked you? You said you had you felt fuzzy. I just helped you. <laughs> I can help remind you what happened last time we played too. I remember. <laughs> I also remember the pre like championship game we are making out every time. Oh, I hope you win. Oh, I hope oh, I remember that. God, just gentleman's respect. You wouldn't know. You, you wouldn't know. Hey, I accurately had no confidence as it turned out. Uh didn't just lose. I I I owned the record for biggest championship blowout over Wart the year prior, and then I set it in the opposite way the following year. 
Uh, I didn't write the score down, but it was like 145 to 60. It was like a 74-point gap or something like that. We don't have to throw those numbers out. It's, you know, when one loss, it's okay. Well, We're still I need, making out, huh? I need to eat the crow now so that when I throw other numbers in people's faces, people don't just say, well, you just you just bring up numbers where you look good, blah, blah, blah. Nope. I fucking, I had to look at it on that chart today. It's actually etched in there as as an all-time record, biggest championship blowout. <laughs> and like, I see my name next to it. This so, guy. Uh, <clears throat> it's what happens. So this is my chance at revenge. Um, as things stand now uh current underdog 106 to 112 jose your projection went down a little bit uh we can start on your side of things if you'd like as i look at your roster one thing i noticed uh changed in particular was uh your tight end george kittle came out pat firemuth went in i thought that was you kind of uh, feeling your team and making a start that uh that you know, maybe a gut call, but then I saw George Kittle wasn't practicing today, so I guess he's hurt. Yeah, uh, news came out that he's 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 hurt. Uh, he didn't practice yesterday or today, um, and that things are trending in the wrong direction for him. So I I I even if he does get the clear, I'll I'll go to, to play. I don't think I'd want to start him anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, test it out, putting Friar Muth in there. Um, and I don't, I don't know if that'll stick or if I'll have to reach in the free agent pool or not, but that's why my projection went down. Another reason, um, I think I had Deontay Johnson in there also hit the injury report. Um, so I swapped out, uh-huh. um, swapped Adam Thielen in there. Um, but mainly because of this, because I feel like when I play you, Adam Thielen doesn't do what I want him to do. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if that's cause you make fun of him for being a white guy as, as a receiver. <laughs> Or uh-huh. because you have Justin Jefferson, or maybe a little bit of both, but t- I think two, three matchups ago, I started him, he put up a dud. The next matchup, I was like, I'm definitely not starting that guy. I sat him, he went off on my bench, mm-hmm. and then the more recent time, I think he like he was injured, so I had to put put him in IR. I didn't have an option there, but I feel like it's just like I'm I'm redemption's happening, and maybe that's <laughs> the only solid score I get out of any of my players, but I think I'm gonna leave him in there. So I, I did come through and scan your starting lineup, and I had a little bit, a couple of pre-show notes, and uh, I wanted to cover Saquon and Zeke. I mentioned your tight ends. I mentioned all three guys that, uh, I'm sorry, both guys you brought up so far, which are Kittle and Deontay Johnson, the fact that they're on the bench. And then I have a note that says, Thielen, bitch, <laughs> right, right next to it. So, uh, yeah, there is there is definite aid. It's just like, I think I've been waiting for him to go away for so long that and he doesn't do it. The other note I have next to his name, uh, looking up his stats last year, he had a monster game in week one to kick off the season last year. And overall, he had 10 touchdowns in 12 games before he ended up getting hurt and missing the end of the season. So he was on an insane touchdown pace. Yes, he's 32, but he was 31 at this point last year when he was uh, putting up all of these numbers. So until proven otherwise, I you know he, he hasn't proven that he's lost a step. I've just disregarded him for three years, and I'm going to keep doubling down <laughs> every year until I'm finally fucking so, right that he goes away. Um, but when I saw him in there, I remembered what you you said, um, that you sat him and he went off on your bench. And I don't know if I said it or just thought it, but I'm like, man, I talk so much shit about that guy. You should have started him against me for sure because that would have like absolute karma. I feel like he's going to go off and, and screw me over. Uh, so, it's yeah, is he cemented in or is he Deontay-dependent? 
No, he's. I think he's. Uh, well, now he's cemented in. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, not gonna, not gonna change that up. Yeah, hoping for another big week one. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna leave him in there. Um, the other guy I noted that is not in the starting lineup. Uh, big guy last year, Mr. Penny. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> he may find his way into the starting lineup. I just, I don't. I, I think I'm like everyone else. I don't know what got into him the last four or five weeks of. Uh, the regular season last year, um, a lot of a lot of changes on that in that offense. Um, a, a lurking younger guy, um, arguably probably better than Rashad Penny right behind him. Um, so I, I just I don't know. I kind of want to see what what happens with Week One. Um, if he if I leave him on the bench and he goes off, hey, that's great too. Um, I think the, that shows the potential for the for the remaining um, season. Um, so yeah, no, I, I think I'm just as surprised as you to as you guys to see him on the bench, but I think I'm gonna leave him there. But we'll see. Still have a few days. Well, you look at the names that you're starting over him. Um, big names, not as big a production in uh, recent memory in Saquon and Zeke. Both guys have almost the exact same profile. They're even in the same division in terms of the hype that they had coming out uh, of college and their impact on the NFL. They both have great resumes of being number one running backs when they're healthy, but whether it's bad offense or nagging injuries, both have been down and they've been popular like uh, comeback players of the year in terms of, are they healthy? Is their offensive system better? Can they be those number one guys again? It's, it's uncanny how similar they are in terms of their uh, fantasy outlook. And you just happen to have both before I get into my team and my, uh, my outlook on, on the roster build as it is. uh, You want to share your thoughts on, on those two? Um, not, not many thoughts. I think I'm hoping for a big comeback here from Saquon. Um, I am actually betting on it. Um, and Zeke, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going to happen there. I think he's a solid, like, I, I think he's a solid RB too. Um, I don't know if we see the, the Zeke of, of, you know, recent years or not, but, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't have, like, I, I'm not having much, um, anticipation for them i think i'm just i don't i don't want to be upset either way so uh not to jinx it or anything but when um when i was when i got to be up close to a lot of those games last year i i don't know if i mentioned it on here or or to any of you guys in person but um when it was third down for the opposing team and uh it looked like you know special teams was about to go on to get a punt and the offense was about ready to take over zeke in the last like half of the home games and probably the away games, he would get up and put a band around his knee and, and hold on to the bench and start stretching it out. He didn't, he wasn't doing that early on, but it seemed as the season went on he wouldn't sit out and take a breather. He his PCL injury got worse and worse. And he started doing that trend. Like he had to kind of warm that thing up and it seemed to be bugging him and reporters have confirmed that he was not himself at all last year. They say he seems healthier now. Tony Pollard, obviously uh, is providing a little bit more concern and threat to his usage. But I think the hate might've gone a little too far on him. If, if he's healthy, like I can easily see a sort of season like James Conner had last year. Like yeah. even if he only has like 60% of the snaps, if the offense is rolling and they're in the red zone and giving it to him, like he could see double digit touchdowns again. I think it's still in his range of outcomes there. I hope it's still in the range of outcomes. <laughs> so um, yeah, all, all good stuff. Uh, which brings us to my side. Oh, there's something I was going to say I'm blanking on, but uh, um, I don't have as much to think about 
over here. Um, I've got a whole lot of like wait and see candidates on my bench. Guys like Nico Collins, uh, Daryl Henderson, Sony Michelle, Melvin Gordon, Corey Davis. They're all like just just see like especially Davis. Like he's got Flacco coming in. They got those two young rookies up there. I don't even know if he's gonna make the final roster once uh, Van Jefferson gets healthy, but. Outside of uh, those guys, my hands my hands are kind of tied. Um, got your boy, Justin Fields, sophomore year. Uh, the team did pretty much nothing to help him. The offensive line didn't get better. His receivers didn't get better. Um, all they did was fire their coach. That seems to be the only progress that was made, and I got to hope uh, the uh, offensive play caller uh, can scheme something up a little bit better for him. He looked good in preseason. That's all I can really say, but he looked good last preseason too, and um, it didn't really click. So, uh, yeah, if not him, every other quarterback is gone. I think the best available on the wire right now is uh, your boy Trubisky, Castro. Okay. Do it right now. Pick him up, <laughs> put him in the lineup. This dude That'll talked be. all That'll that be. shit. He goes, you could have had a championship run. All you had to do was pay $2 to get Trubisky. <laughs> and then he cuts him <laughs> like a week later. I had He's still to. there for free. Uh, you had to, dude. You don't like championship rings? I have a QB. I picked him up for Funskies. I have two QBs. Oh, interesting. <laughs> He's the one that has a problem. We'll see. We'll see if Fields does it. Um, yeah, like I said, start sit. Not a ton to do. I'm currently a six-point underdog on things. Uh, the, the biggest thing that I've been staring at are my flex spots. Brees Hall actually makes me nervous. I know he's the number one overall pick, but he doesn't. the dude doesn't even have a photo on his profile here. He's seen next to no action. We don't have any like practice or preseason buzz or anything in terms of usage. If he's going to start over Carter, like he is a total wild card throw here. And it's either him or, uh, you know, a lot of these other guys have question marks. He at least is a candidate to see a good amount of touches. And the only other guy I was considering benching him for just so I could have some action tonight would be, uh, would be my boy Dawson, <laughs> who just signed a four-year extension. And I I actually like Dawson to have another big year this year. He had a big uh, lead forward last year. But the fact that I have Mark Andrews uh, kind of ties me up. And uh, flashing back to last year, Jose, uh, if you remember, I started the season 0-4 and, and walked into week five facing you. And uh, I, I literally had it in my head. I said, if I lose this week, I'm going to trade Dalvin and start preparing for next season. And uh, Justin, I'm sorry, Dawson Knox ended up having the game of his life along with Mark Andrews. And together, my two tight end tandem brought me back. From, I wasn't even watching the game. I was down by so much, but it brought me back from the dead, ended up sparking the run that turned into the uh, ultimate uh, run to the to the championship again. But all that is kind of playing in my head, and I'm kind of romanticizing it maybe to justify but. I love Dawson, but God, if I start him tonight and I have to wait Friday, like eighty puts up thirty yards and no points, I'm gonna sit there just fucking pulling my hair out for three days, waiting to see if Brees Hall goes off. I, I don't know. This is the stress, the stress of the game we play. You have to make that call in the next hour because by the time we wrap up here, I'm sure the, the, the matchups will be locked in. But no, I remember that week too because I think you were looking to maybe give away either uh, one of your tight ends, so either Mark Andrews or Dawson Knox. I remember thinking. I may want one of those guys, but I didn't want to trade with you the week I played you because I was like, if I get one of those players and I start them and they don't do anything, I'm going to be really pissed and that's the way I lose. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll give it one more week and then 
uh, maybe it was both of them, but one for sure popped off, and I was like, I'm not getting this guy. There's no way. Um, <laughs> and then I just, you know, dropped that conversation altogether. But uh, I remember that week very well. It happened, and uh, definitely changed things around. I wish I could say it had a happy ending, but came up just short in the end, as we mentioned. Um, anyway, that's sort of what we're what we're all I'm really thinking about. Um, and this is a fun topic that came up last night. Um, Casher was going through my roster, just talking shit, backseat 101. He goes, do you start <laughs> Justin Fields? Uh, and then he gets down to the defense. He goes, you're going to start Dallas defense against Tom Brady. And all I said was four sacks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you're a clown. And, okay, my conversation about the Cowboys ended there. All I said was, something is not right with Tom Brady right now. There's been so much shrouded mystery in his absence at training camp. Is he on the mass singer? Is he getting divorced? But he hasn't, he hasn't been there and he hasn't been in practice. And he's, he Castro keeps pounding the same old tired statements, which are true. He is Tom Brady. He is one of a kind, but at the same time, you know, father time wins. Eventually he's 45 years old. And what I told him is this is not flag football timing practice precision. They got rookies coming in. He's got a, he's got a restructured offensive line. This is, these are pro athletes. Like you need to be sharp. You can't just walk in and assume you got it. And I thought, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to be a little sloppy coming out. I don't know if that means picks, but I think Micah Parsons jumps over that line, pulls a little Troy Palabalu a couple times and gets in his face. Mm. Belief. <laughs> this Castro six is a, with literally a Tom Brady Jersey behind it. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of anything else. I'm just going to have to watch it. I mean, you're going to have a Tom Brady who's probably pissed off and his only outlet to take that on is going to be the Dallas Sweet Girl Cowboys. Wow. <laughs> I I don't... We were talking about this last night, actually, when Jay got on. Fonz, me, and Jay, and I told Jay about it. And uh, Fonz was like, I don't think Tom Brady throws a touchdown. And none of this oh, my like, God. Yeah. I didn't and, take it that far. <laughs> and Jay, Jay, was like, <laughs> Jay was like, I'll take that bet. Like, how much you want to lose on that? <laughs> no, did they bet? Yeah, he did it. Fonz didn't do it. Chicken nap. Oh, I was about to say, what the <laughs> hell? I think Tom Brady has been doing it for so long. He does it, and he didn't even miss that much time. I think he just he knows how to do it. I think he knows how to keep his emotions like in check or ha- use them appropriately. Like every time you think about like he's had like a bad game or a bad year or something, he always comes back and he just kind of uses it like the emotional motivation. So. I don't think that it's going to affect him. I think he's going to do what he does every year to the Cowboys or every time he faces the Cowboys. It, Never lost. Never lost. He, and he ain't starting. He ain't starting this week. I hate to break it to you. So, well, and, that's the thing. I'm not even saying the Cowboys will win. Actually, I think both teams have a lot of negativity coming into yeah. it. The Cowboys' number two wide receiver right now is Noah Brown. Yeah, that's the other thing I was going to say. If anything, because that was the other thing I was telling them last night. If anything, uh, maybe Tom Brady does have a shitty game only because like they run more than they have to because they're just—I don't think the Cowboys offense—they don't have no offense right now. Like the line's not great. Isn't Smith hurt again or something like that? Or yep, Tyron Smith is out. They just signed forty-year-old uh, Jason Peters, who he's probably better than a lot of guys they have in that room, but he is forty. Um, so you 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 know. Yeah, Brady's forty five, but the responsibilities are different. But the dude is like the size of a, a small house. He's humongous. All he's got to do is really get in the way. I guess we got. 
as its endurance and all that. But like either way, like there's not much Dak has to work with, and uh, that Bucks defense is no joke either. Like I don't think they're gonna be able to run on him. Sorry, D's. Uh, but and there's no one to throw. CD is the only guy. Maybe Schultz. I think it had to be Schultz to step up if anyone. CD Schultz. Noah Brown and the rookie Tolbert, who I, I really feel like I've heard nothing about. I don't, yeah, I don't love their offense. Their offensive line is beat up. The Tampa D line is better. It's sort of the same on the other side. The Tampa O line is beat up. The uh, Cowboys defense, I think, will play better than their offense this week, especially, but I don't know if that's enough to stop, you know, a team that's been in the Super Bowl and had a deep playoff run last year. But I'm not banking on them shutting him down and holding them to 10 points. I just, I can hope for a fluky, like, I'm saying four sacks. That's my over-under. <laughs> and I'm hoping for a fluky pick, and I'd be happy with five points. I think I'd get away nicely if, uh, if I got five. <laughs> okay. That's doable. Yeah. So I'm at least being realistic. I'm not saying Brady's going to yeah. come out and forget how to play football, <laughs> but I think, I think there's a chance he comes out a little sloppy. Um, speaking of streaks, um, my dad is actually coming to the game. This will be, I think, the fifth game he's come to. And he is actually undefeated coming attending games. And he's come to no jokes. He attended Kansas City when we hosted and beat him. He attended the Jaguars that year. The Jaguars uh, almost went to the Super Bowl, and we beat him. And, uh, and two others, I forget. But he's never lost. They've never lost a game that he's come to. And so something's got to give. Either Tom Brady <laughs> or my dad coming to this game. Dad, I've never seen Tom Brady before. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see whose magic is stronger i feel like it might be Tom's. <laughs> keep that in mind um also as far as uh betting goes uh not to promote gambling or anything uh I'll promote it but you got i justin and i each had to just take a gambling policy thing saying we wouldn't participate in uh i shouldn't say i don't know but i, I don't remember like i should my whole job was to know what you can't gamble on but there's some specific rules, but uh, Sleeper obviously has that gambling thing coming out, and it's like a domino effect. One person does it, and suddenly, like, Isaac places a bet, Casper places a bet, and all these things, and I shared my uh, track record uh, for these bets, and I think I've done, like, eight all-time, all the free money. Every single one is an L. All those screenshots, just minus $5, minus $5, minus $10. Minus, like, I've never actually won, so I said... Uh, I said, if I'm close in week one, I'm going to bet on all of uh, Deez's players to get the over. Oh, <laughs> Damn. That's fucked up. Dirty. That is fucked up. <laughs> That'll be my jinx to you. Damn. You'll, you, you'll, be, in the, you'll be in a witch bowl next year. <laughs> um, did you have something to say about the gambling? or? Who, me? Oh, no. Yeah. I just... I, I... You know, Japan. There's a way to gamble smart, and uh, I feel like I'm, I'm almost there. Um, so I, I doesn't uh, exist. I, 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 I love gambling, <laughs> sports gambling. All right, a um, couple little factoids I looked up. As I said, we've been doing this since 2015 now, as we come into our eighth season. Um, unfortunately, we didn't transition to sleeper until 2019, and so that's as far back as I could go with this data. Uh, but in the history of uh, this championship rematch, um, the last three years, the defending champion is 2-1 and one with uh, Jose Yu beating Miller in 2019, a rematch of the 2018 final. And then um, 
Miller beating me in 2020, which is a rematch of the 2019 final, the only person to lose was actually me to Warwick last year uh, when Warwick beat me in the championship rematch game. But I will say, the eventual champions, last three years, all lost in week one. So, not a death sentence if you lose week one. Mario, I'll let you have this game. I'll let you have this game. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get to the predictions already? Yeah, let's get to the predictions. Alright. Sorry, I just checked the clock. We're going to speed this up. Uh, yeah. um, fine, fine. Sorry, I'm drinking the C4. I'm all hyped now. Ready to go. Alright, time to pick it. Jose, you and I are not into it, so that just leaves uh, Tweedledee and Tweedlebeard here. You're the stupid one, William. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tweedlebeard. <laughs> Tweedlebeard. Uh, I'm gonna go with D's on this one. Fuck you. <laughs> That's That's yeah, I'm gonna you? go. Or go ahead, William. Any reason why that? I I think there there's some. I'm, I'm worried about Brees Hall. Um, I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. I'm surprised you have him there. I feel like he, Tell this me. is the week. Sit in the back seat. Do I put in Dawson? Do I put in Dawson? I Max? would put in Dawson. I like. I love Dawson. Dawson Big Dick Dawson has more of a chance to like score a touchdown. Brees Hall, you have no idea what you're getting no out clear. of him week no one. Clear. None. It could be all Michael Carter, dude, like eighty percent, and Brees Hall could like. There's just so much. I don't know. I, I, that's just like you're wow. picking me, but you're helping him. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not here. I just watched the action and, in tonight's game. Good. And uh, you know I don't blame you, but you know you're starting AJ Brown. I would be. I would like to see how AJ Brown does on that, that first week. I don't think he's gonna put up in, like thirteen points. Or oh, there's no, there's no. He's got to start. He's got to play. No yeah, um, but I think that's it. I think it's just Brees Hall is my biggest. I, I like, I like uh, where Dees is coming in. You know, Adam Thielen. I'm a believer. He's gonna score his fucking. He's gonna do his thing. Believe in Thielen. Um, mm. Yeah, Dees, Dees. More than a Thielen. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> You should name him that after he scores on me. All right, Castro. I'm going to have to go D's, too. And uh, it's, I think the biggest thing I see is just the Kyler Murray versus Justin Fields. Like, I think that's going to be too big of a gap for you. Oh, he's playing the fucking Chiefs? God damn. Yeah, it's going to be a shootout. So I think, yeah, it's going to be too big of a gap to cover. I think you're, you have him on running backs. Even though I do like Saquon this year, I think he's going to be more of like a Najee, like a pass catcher this year. I think he's going to be more doing that stuff. But yeah, not this. Yeah, not this week. You need a QB. Go pick up Mitchell Trubisky. Maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got no space for him, dog. <laughs> All right. Yeah, last year in the uh, matchup against Warwick, I looked at why I lost. It's because Pat Mahomes had 33, and Matt Ryan gave me seven. So QB, <laughs> my downfall last year, big time. Okay. Um, we'll try not to go that long on all the rest of these. But next up, last year's runner-up game, Castro, you against Jacob, which is now operated by Joe. And you are walking into... A juggernaut of an offense. The highest projection of the entire week does belong to Joe at 124 to your 110 
point eight. Uh, we'll start with you, since you're here. A uh, couple notes I have on your starting lineups. You currently have the rookie Romeo in over your boy DJ Chark. I do, yes, and uh, it's just basically hoping that Aaron Rodgers selects a target and it's him, and because it, <laughs> it's got I got Brady and he has Mike Evans, so like. Mm. everything that Brady throws has to not go to Mike Evans, so I'm hoping that he sweats a little if Romeo Dubs gets everything. Which, which there's a chance, because there's not really... It's anyone's game. It's This the first week, it's definitely the week of like learning, see what happens and how yeah. they get used. So this is basically a dart throw game for me. It truly is, because everyone's been trying to figure out all offseason, Adams is gone, who is going to eat, um, and nobody believes in Alan Lazard. And so you got Watkins, who hasn't played. Dubs, who I think scored every preseason game that he got significant playing time. And uh, and then Bob Tanyan, obviously, who had a bunch of touchdowns a couple of years ago before yeah. getting hurt last year. Uh, but again, he's a rookie. It's his first ever game. Hell of a gamble, as opposed to Tom Brady throwing to Mike Evans, who is his favorite target. And <laughs> I think Chris Godwin still didn't practice today, so that's not a great sign. Yeah, that's true. Julio Jones is there, though. Is. <laughs> Start him then. I don't have him. I would if I had him. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody owns him? He's not on the uh, free agent list? I think he might be on Noe's team. Uh, okay, before we go down the line, there wasn't a lot of... You don't you don't have a lot of like questionable starts. Your team is very young. Um, like Jalen Warren, Ty Chandler, both rookie handcuff um, wide receivers. You got a, the Steelers defense, Joe Burrow behind Tom Brady. Uh, I was going to give you shit for that, but I actually like Brady against Cowboys more than Burrow against uh, Pittsburgh. And then Chark. Actually, I, I do kind of like Chark this year. Is like, you know, the same way, just a veteran depth presence, like flex piece to throw in. Uh, you eventually got your boy Hurst, um, who you <laughs> bitched about Miller taking a pick ahead of you. You settled for Njoku, but you're starting Njoku. I did. I am starting Njoku. Uh I just, I'm scared of that Pittsburgh defense. Like, I think they're going to be better than what they're projecting them to be. So, and then, too, it's a learning week for me. So, I'm going to see, like, what Hurst really is in this offense uh, mm-hmm. versus Ninjoku not having that, that much competition besides Amari Cooper for targets. So. Doesn't have competition. You're not especially scared of the Panthers' defense. And I've, I've heard a lot of people think that this might finally be the year that Ninjoku becomes what people thought he was going to be coming out and the shitty quarterback doesn't scare you because even terrible quarterbacks uh, seem to be able to get the ball, you know, five yards out to the tight end. That's often their security blanket. Yeah. So I could see that before we go to Joe, uh, your overall outlook for um, 2022, you led the points race by a mile in the regular season last year. Uh, you probably heard the episode that says that wide receiver is a glaring concern for you. Uh, DK Metcalf and the oft-injured Kadarius Tony are leading your receiving core, and then the uh, question mark of Romeo Dubs um, receiver is definitely uh, your weak spot. If you had one on here, how are you feeling coming into the year? Well, uh, I get hot back week six, and uh, this might <laughs> actually be the year I take Josh Palmer out of that out of that taxi spot. Um, I like the offense. He's, I think he's the number three wide receiver, so I think he'll be in the slot. Uh, mm. I think he'll be decent enough to be put in like the flex spot. Also, too, with Kadarius Tony on the last episode, you guys talking about uh, Robinson. 
uh, that guy is not going to do anything. The ceiling for that guy has to be, he's like a poor man's, uh, the guy from Cardinals. What's his name? Rondale. Yeah. And that's like the, <laughs> Tony works. Yeah. We're like, he's going to take work. Tony works in like the slot and on the outside. It Like Tony was going to be the number one there. Well, that's the fear was that they would just move Tony exclusively, exclusively to the outside with a quarterback who's not that good at getting it out there. And you always worry when coaching regimes change. And this regime took Wandale and they inherited Tony. There's rumors about Tony requesting a trade. You don't know how invested he is. And he gets hurt a lot. So that was sort of, that was the kind of the talking points there. I wasn't like interested in Robinson at all, like seeing him. I just don't believe in short like receivers. Like, at best, a slot dude. Five seven is what scared me the most. It's too uh, too slow. I didn't know about that. That's wild. I mean, <laughs> but it's it's not like you know they can't succeed in the league. It's just you don't see that often. Yeah, it's just they're not going to be like the Devonte Adams and. Yeah. Yeah. Their their ceiling is definitely capped. I'm I'd be curious to see, the the best fantasy ranking that a player under five foot nine has ever finished that's probably worth looking into um i just have this image when we dealt with cole beasley i don't know how short he is but where somebody hit him on a slant and it, it was a little high and i just saw him reach with everything he had and it just looks what's clear <laughs> over his fingers and that's just what sticks out in my head with short receivers like that's 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 a catch that's yard yardage compounded over eight, 17 games how many more catches is that you know if, those extra couple inches. So I'd... I wonder how Wes Welker did overall. He's Look up how tall Wes Welker is while we uh, move on to Joe. Okay. I think he was like 5'10". He wasn't that short. That's probably my oh, guess. Beasley, Beasley was 5'8". Five 5'8". Eight. Five eight. So this guy's shorter. Yeah, Beasley five. looks down on this guy. <laughs> <You're mine>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, looking at Joe, we covered it. Joe is uh, very much ready to compete right for the here and now. Just studs top to bottom. Aaron Rodgers, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey, James Conner, the newly acquired Mike Williams, who some trendy sleeper picks think that this might finally be the year that he maybe supersedes Keenan Allen and uh, makes that leap. William, you let him go for a second-round pick Um, in the offseason. I skipped over Terry McLaurin, who's still the number one with the commanders. Like All of these guys are number ones on their team, except for maybe Mike Williams, who people think uh, might be. And Castro, moving down this list, three of those guys were yours. Mike Evans, (laughs) Terry McLaurin, and uh, James Conner were all on your roster once upon a time. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much star power I had on my roster. Okay. Uh, What'd you do with that star power, Castro? I turned him into bits. (laughs) (laughs) He does have three. He has three next year. Mostly Castro's season is going to be rooting against the brothers because he has both of their picks. And who's the third one? Is it just yours? It's mine. It's yours. Okay, so William, you and your brother, every win you get is bad for Castro. So keep that in mind as you set your lineups. (laughs) I'm going to win every week. You know this. There he goes. (laughs) I know this. That's the kind of talk I want, William. (laughs) I'm I'm more likely to buy myself a water bottle that tells me when to drink. Than you are. <laughs> suck, suck it, all right? Let's continue. We're not on mean yet. Um, yeah, like we talked about, he, very powerful up front. 
not longevity when you think about this. Like Aaron Rodgers, McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Mike Evans, those guys are on the back half of their uh, peak fantasy production, if you will. Travis Kelsey, especially, too. I think he's 33 this year. James Conner, even. Like, all these guys are are nearing the sunset on their uh, on their careers, but they are still at their peak right now. This is definitely, if this was a redraft team, uh, you're happy with it, and you'll take it in probably as good an odds as anyone. I think Keep Trade Cut has him ranked uh, for the best season this year, and he's got a real shot at it. Uh, outside of that, he has Alan Lazard on the bench, and we'll see if uh, Damian Pierce amounts to all that he was hyped up to be, uh, taken with that third overall pick. Um, but yeah, definitely a, a championship run in the making, and it starts week one against uh, the number one offense from last year. I'm actually excited for this game. Yeah, it's going to be good. Cool. We'll see. See my dethroning begins. <laughs> what throne do you own exactly? Number one the offense last year. The king that okay. never was. This guy. <laughs> oh, my God. The king that... I was the number one offense. It wasn't even okay. close. <laughs> okay, you're right. Uh, speaking speaking of keep trade cut, did you want to rub it? You, I didn't look it up myself, but I guess you passed your cousin on the uh, rankings list. You want to throw what that in? said, yeah. I leapfrogged him i don't know what changed i couldn't tell you but suck oh, that isaac you passed him by 800 points i'm not going to dig into what exactly changed i don't know when you guys have added or dropped but something something drastic something so happened. i think you congrats did it to piss me off on the episode <laughs> it's always been that way you are fourth now um all right moving on to the oh we gotta pick it, pick it. um uh, before before we do, Jose, I didn't ask you on, on our game. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to look up any uh, historical all-time data for any of these matchups. Nothing, anything too crazy. I think for, for, for you and I, I'm surprised I haven't won more against you, but um, in the regular season, I have two wins a year four. Um, obviously, I have nothing for Castro and Joe. Uh, Joe's first year. I was going to go back to last year, which was when Jacob owned the team, but you know Jacob was also only in the league for a year, so... Um, I think Castro was 0-1 against Jacob uh, last year and uh, maybe even go 0-2 against the newly, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the new guy, Joe. There we go. Okay, next one on the little list yeah, here. Pick, pick, pick. Oh, sorry. Pick them. Pick them. Um, I'm going to go with Joe. That I mean, not even, not even personal because, uh, because you picked against me, but it's like that lineup. <laughs> When healthy, like McCaffrey has been written off probably way too much in the last couple of years because he hasn't played much. But if when healthy, that guy is next level. Uh, and then it's he's just got number ones all the way down the line. I don't think anybody else in the league has that. So we are collectively crossing our fingers that uh, one of those guys drops off at some point to maybe have a chance. But right now, full strength, that, that team's as good as any, and the projections show it. So I'll take Joe. Also taking Joe. Yeah, I am also taking Joe. Damn, sweet. Yep, clean sweep. Who are you picking, Castro? <laughs> Pick myself. <laughs> Delusional. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor is gonna put up fifty. Calm down, you fucking <laughs> once. Uh, okay, let's get to uh, next one on the list in order here. Actually, we'll do the last of the playoff teams first. So that would be Miller and Isaac. Um. All week, Isaac has been telling me that he's dreading playing Josh Allen. And uh, I know what he means because uh, 
Josh Allen, I think, fucks me every single time I see him in the playoffs. And that's going here in about, shit, 23 minutes. God, we've taken so long on this. Um, Josh Allen gets it started against Isaac, and this is the run we mentioned with Miller, that uh, he is geared up. He and Joe are very much in it for uh, this season. Derrick Henry acquired from you, Jose, last year on the Zeke deal. Dalvin Cook uh, fucking snaked to Miller. I sent him to Warwick, and literally hours later, Warwick sends him over to Miller. I did not anticipate (laughs) having that happen. Um, Damn, yeah. Hollywood Brown, number one wide receiver for him. Um, Mike Thomas, another question mark guy. Stud when he's healthy and the last time we saw him, but a lot of things have changed since the last time he was uh, leading that passing attack in New Orleans. Um, Hunter, Hunter Henry, solid tight end. And then Lenny Fournette and Cam Akers route out his flexes. So, um, again, kind of top to bottom, number ones all the way through. Uh, just a question of health for, for Cook, Fournette, and Cam, who have all had health uh, scares in recent years. But at full strength, again, this is a scary team. And once again, the projection shows it. Second highest projection in the entire league at 116 to Isaac's 103. Um, Isaac's side of the ball, Jalen Hurts. A lot of people like him to take a big leap this year. Um, I actually heard him likened to Josh Allen. They compared a lot of the numbers that those two guys had in their first two years. I don't think Hurts is going to develop as well as a passer because his arms isn't as strong. But um, he actually does have some metrics and numbers that are better than Josh Allen's were the first two years. And it was that year three that he really started to transcend into that number one alpha that he is today. But um, interesting that they're going head-to-head this week. Uh, Austin Eckler is Eckler. James Robinson looks like he's going to be healthy, but ETN is back uh, in that backfield. I think Isaac should change his team name. He still has it as Fire Urban Meyer and... That happened like a year ago at this point. No, he, no, he, he just, yeah, he changed, he changed his name. To Reach for the sky. Reach for the sky. Yeah. When did that happen? Today. Uh, like right before we got on. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, as like, I look at it now, I still see Urban Meyer. 30 minutes, yeah. Okay, you guys all acted like it happened a week ago. That's <laughs> out of the loop. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I Pay see attention. it here. <laughs> uh, probably best strength is wide receiver, uh, Jamar Chase and Michael Pittman. And uh, Jerry Judy, along with Russell Wilson, uh, might finally have that leap to turn into what a lot of people liked him to be. And then uh, the mysterious Brandon Ayuk. Um, Bench-wise, I don't really see a ton, but uh, looks like first-round pick Sky Moore is going to start off on the bench. That might be the only thing I would say. Um, As far as swinging for the fences, Brandon Ayuk, I don't love. And if Sky Moore is as quick as they say he is and he's going to be a high-scoring uh, game with that uh, Arizona-Kansas City thing, that's sort of what I'm betting on with uh, MVS in my starting lineup is uh, that MVS can just get loose for a long Pat Mahomes pass and pay off in a, in a single play. Given that Isaac's kind of a big underdog here, I might be more tempted for Sky Moore over uh, Ayuk. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't. Ayuk has nothing. No upside to me. <laughs> he wasn't he the guy that uh, Shanahan just like benched for no reason, said he has to earn his spot back last was, year. Yeah, it was because him and Trey Sermon did something. They like went out or something, and 
stayed it past curfew or something like that. Uh, I remember that, yeah. It was like curfew time and they didn't uh, come back in time or something. So they were in the doghouse. We all saw what happened to Trey Sermon. <laughs> uh, speaking of, can we talk about that for a second? I sent out the reminder that taxis were going to lock, which is actually going to happen in about 20 minutes here. And Warwick brought up his sham of a taxi squad. He couldn't really sub anybody out because I think everyone had carried over. Like, nothing could change. He literally had to do nothing. It would have cost him zero to keep Trey Sermon. And he, it's not like he could replace him with the spot. But he goes and cuts him, didn't trade him for even fat money. Nothing. Just completely axed him from the team. That is next level uh, hatred from from somebody. He could, like, what if he goes off and becomes something on, on the Eagles bench like if miles sanders goes down and he just steps in like he could potentially be a one he still had high draft capital he was drafted in the first round of our dynasty thing but isaac hates the man so much that he just fucking acts literally had to pay nothing to keep him and he axed him he just doesn't know that's the dumb move <laughs> the one thing i will say is what i brought up in the chat is that because taxis are going to lock by the time waivers clear somebody has to pay a roster spot to uh to stash him and see if he's going to be anything that's a yeah. chess move. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him credit. Don't. He doesn't know what he's doing. When I typed it, I was like, I wonder if Isaac considered this when he cut him or if he just, he just had so much not at all. hate no, I'll in his heart. You don't think so? No. He, was no, like, he probably saw the reminder. Out of pure anger, he just chopped <laughs> Um... Okay, we're gonna speak through these last three. I'm sorry to William, we Justin. Pick them. We gotta pick. Yeah, let's pick them. Okay. Um, sorry, Noe. Sorry, Miller versus Isaac. One seventeen to one hundred three in favor of Miller. We'll start from the top of my screen, Jose. Yeah, I'm taking Miller. Isaac has a great team. I think um, Miller has just has all the right pieces um, in every spot. So taking Miller. William. You know, um, logically and on paper, I would go Miller. But because I know these two and their witchcraft shit and how they get, I'm going to go with the underdog here. I'm going to go with Isaac. I think he's going to pull some shit and it's going to go his way. I don't know. Castro? Like, that's Miller. Uh, Isaac just doesn't have enough. Miller's stacked right now. Reach for the sky. That's why he named him Sky Moore. That's why he named his team that. I told him to name him Sky's the Limit. And because he didn't listen to me, I'm picking Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I like Reach for the Sky. <laughs> I like it, dude. Toy Story. You would, nerds. <laughs> uh, all right. God, I don't want to. I don't want to skip over the last, the other half of our league, but we are we are up against it. Yeah. We are. Um, Do it. All right, thanks for coming. Let's just thanks for listening. <laughs> just go through it quickly. We don't just. All right, all right. So uh, let's get Noe Sweet. and Warwick done. Uh, this is one of the lower um, projections on the slate for the week. Uh, Noe coming in his first ever game in the Flash Dynasty is a uh, marginal favorite, ninety-eight to ninety-two as it stands right now. Um. Some of the biggest off-season moves for Noe. He acquired Miles Sanders, who uh, is in the starting lineup right now. And um, at a glance, Drake London and George Pickens, his two first-round wide receiver picks, are both 
on the bench. Uh, some of the names that are starting over them, Miles Sanders, Julio Jones, J.K. Dobbins, and Travis Etienne. Um, any red flags that perk up in terms of you guys' knowledge that say, I would definitely consider one of those two guys. Also worth noting, Chase Claypool is on the bench um, as well. So two Steelers wide receivers and Drake London um, on the bench for some of those guys. Anything that stands out? Uh, well, Dobbins um, and... Not really. I kind of like his lineup, actually, a lot. I like uh, Julio Jones over picking... Only because of those defenses. Like, the Cincinnati's defense is pretty good, too. So, I like the Dallas matchup. Because Julio Jones isn't going to get... What's his name? Diggs. He'd actually be lucky if he got Diggs, because Diggs is ass. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, but, like, yeah... Julio Jones is the number two wide receiver. Yeah, give me that all day over. In a potential shootout of a game? Yeah. I do like that. I th- I guess I'm more eyeing... Um, he may not have a choice with Dobbins, because Dobbins is... That's uh, what I was worried about. Is about is, is likely to actually miss the game, which would mean that Sanders probably gets promoted up, and then that leaves Pickens, Claypool, and London to slot into a flex. So I guess the question is, of those three... I go Claypool. I... I I'd probably go Claypool as well, um, as, like especially if Deontay Johnson sits um, because of his injury. Um, but if Deontay Johnson sits, I mean, you may get solid numbers out of both. I don't, but I, I think I'd, I'd for sure go Claypool over Pickens. Just more data there. The guy's already got two years under his belt, and yeah. versus a rookie's first ever game. Fair enough. Go with the data, not the hype. Fair enough. And then Drake London, obviously a worse offense, and he's actually been a little banged up too in preseason. Mm-hmm. I think I'm with you there. The safer play in a game that he's favored to win at the moment? Yeah. Yeah, definitely the safe play. If it was like he needed to reach, I probably would have gone Pickens. Because I feel like Pickens has the big play potential, but I feel like the volume's going to go to Claypool for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree with you guys. All right, other side. Uh, work starts out strong with Pat Mahomes. But his downfall, he has no running backs. Um, Jamal Williams and James Cook. Jamal Williams is the number two, and James Cook, I think, is the number three running back <laughs> on his team. Um, not... It's like a puppy stay on the porch. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what does that mean? Word. Big dogs eat. Hard, yeah, hard knocks. Hard knocks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got to watch that. I'll, uh, I'm a marathon. At, at I think that was like episode one. Yep. <laughs> he cried. <laughs> he cried. I could probably have a whole page of drops just from uh, Dan Campbell that we can adopt <laughs> for the whole season. Yeah. Uh, not really much to be done in the uh, way of replacements. Like his only other running back options, Amir Abdullah, again, a backup, and Tyler Algier. Work is going to have a hard time this year. Um, I think he still has his own first-round pick, and I would suggest he keeps it because uh, maybe maybe high lottery percentage as we approach the offseason, uh, unless these guys pop. But uh, wide receiver, a little stronger, T. Higgins, D.J. Moore. D.J. Moore, arguably better quarterback. Uh, I'm not the biggest Baker fan, but uh, he's certainly as competent as uh, – Whoever the fuck was in Carolina last year, I can't even. Uh, can't even. Oh, uh, Sam Darnold, right? Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold, and then um, rounding out the flexes, T.J. Hawkinson and Juju. Juju is a pretty interesting piece. As I mentioned last week, I hated to kind of give him up, um, 
maybe ultimately a trade piece if uh, he does turn out to be. I mean, that, that's been the fun thing about these alpha quarterbacks, that a lot of their wide receivers' rooms change dramatically. So who's going to be Mahomes', uh, Mahomes new favorite target? Who's going to be Aaron Rodgers' favorite target? And everyone's kind of got a little bit of stock in these lottery tickets. And if he pops for a team that's not competing right now, might be some trade bait. Um, okay, welcome to the league, Noe. We'll see if uh, Noe and Joe can start off on the right foot in their matchups. But let's pick this one. Jose? Noe. Castro? Noe. William? Sorry, work. I'm going to have to pick Noe. I'm also going with Noe. Okay, that leaves us uh, two more games to get through. Uh, let's knock out your brother and Scott before rounding it out with you, William, who will be our crescendo here. Okay. Okay, your brother, notable additions in the draft. Uh, we went through it. bunch of wide receivers, Chris Olave, uh, Jahan Dodson, and who am I blanking on? Oh, Alec Pierce was the other one. Uh, yes. at, at the moment, Pierce and Dodson are the are not in the lineup, but Chris Olave is one of the few starting a rookie wide receiver in this game. Um, he's got a pretty nice little foundation here. Actually, current projection is a slight edge in favor of Scott. I know that terrifies Fonz because. <laughs> Do you think Scott owns him? At oh no, one two point. and two all time. It's yeah, it's hundred yeah. to one hundred and one point five. But uh, old glass half empty uh, Fonz probably thinks he's going to get fucked. Um, but on Fonz side of things, um, pretty solid. Like I mentioned, he acquired Joe Mixon from you, Castro. Uh, rolling with David Montgomery. There's some question marks about his long term uh, status there in in Chicago. But as far as uh, number two running backs go, you know, take Montgomery in his current situation. You got Dak in a potential shootout against Tampa. Uh, the new clear number one, C.D. Lamb, who I think was also done with you in that same uh, mixing deal. Is that right, Castro? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Godwin may not play, but uh, when he does, he competes with Evans for that you know one A one B wide receiver role. And then uh, A.J. Dillon, who a lot of people like to maybe finally take that leap. Like, is this going to be that Derrick Henry, Demarco Murray thing where he finally? You know, the quad father comes out and the power comes through and he gets more carries. Um, on his bench, I actually don't see a lot. I think Fonz is kind of maxed out. Maybe the little tight end roulette he has going. Um, he's starting Gerald Everett currently <laughs> over Tyler Higby and Logan Thomas. Um, I've actually heard Gerald Everett as kind of a trendy pick. Uh, he's in that Chargers offense that's, Gonna throw it a bunch. You're not really afraid of that Ra- uh, Raiders defense. Um, you know, as far as that bunch of middle end tight ends who are a threat to score, it seems like Everett maybe has as good a shot as anybody. Yeah, I like Everett. I think uh, I think we talked about it in the offseason. That was something that he was super excited about when he signed with the Chargers, and I agreed with it. Yeah, I was uh, I was floating that that Dawson dong out in front of Fonz trying to, uh, trying to get him to bite on it. And he's, he says, no, I'm good. I'm good. So credit to Fonz. He held firm. And if it pays off for him, um, good for him. Cause I was definitely trying to get Chris Olave, uh, with that pick, uh, towards the end of the first round. And I was throwing Dawson out there and, uh, he didn't bite. So we'll see if it pays off. Uh, he does have a nice little roster. It'd be interesting to see how those guys develop. 
Other side of things, we got Scott. As I said, slight favorite on this one. Uh, his brand new quarterback piece, Justin Herbert. Uh, thanks to you, William. I think you got your two draft picks Same back. One. Yep. Was it a two first out of this? What was the trade? No, it was um, the first uh, first round pick five, and second rounder twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. Oh, I got you. And I think that was it. Um. Well, yeah, Herbert. A lot of people's maybe top two dynasty quarterback right now with how good he's been and how young he is. So lots of longevity there. Um, of course, you and Fonz probably thought the same thing, but y'all both already moved him off your rosters. No, we'll I love the guy, dude. Stays. I just, I needed picks. I love him. If I didn't need so picks, I, like to hear. I would, uh, you I would pick, pick, I would, I would, uh, I would keep, I would have kept him. You know, you start yeah. out with picks, right? Shut the fuck <laughs> up. All right. <laughs> it's only it's taken him eight years, Castro, but he finally knows. He finally <laughs> understands the value of his draft picks. The two time back to back. I love how you have to throw in the back to back, just throw it in the <laughs> <laughs> Before it was just two time. Well now wrong. there's a second two times. He's gotta he's gotta separate himself somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, You're underneath him still these the, the two time does it. <laughs> okay. Um, oh man, we're at an hour 24 on this. All right. Okay. Um, pick em. going down. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> just Scott, pick him. Uh, Eliza Mitchell, Damian Harris are his running backs one and two. Uh, both have question marks on this one. Um, Kyle Shanahan has had three different leading running backs for the last three years. Elijah Mitchell, fifth round pick. Is he going to be the first to kind of sustain and repeat? Damian Harris, I've heard a lot more of that. Is there a changing of the guard coming in with Ramondre Stevenson? And there was rumors okay. about Damian Harris getting... Hate New England running backs, dude. Hate Same. It. Same. Um, yeah, it's, it's always, the, the spotlight is short-lived for those guys. Because uh, if you fumble once, you're potentially out of the game for two weeks. Uh, if, if Bill Belichick is your coach. Uh, Jalen Waddle questionable stock with Tyreek coming in. It'll be interesting to see how he develops. Uh, they're actually playing against New England this week, so that'll be fun to watch. Uh, a couple guys that had their stock raised, Allen Robinson and Robert Woods. I, I like those pieces as kind of deep uh, flex options. Robinson, I, I like to have certainly going to be better than he was on the Bears. We'll see how much better, uh, how much of it was that shitty system and how much of it was um, maybe him losing a step. He just seemed to check out completely when in Chicago. So yep. see what that change of yeah. scenery and change of offense does for him. Uh, coming in at tight end is Austin Hooper. Ooh, maybe Scott could be in the market for, uh, for a little Dawson Knox action. I'm in the market. Oh, you are. All right. We'll see. Actually, I got four minutes. I might have to tag out a second to, to go <laughs> see if I'm going to make a change. Um, all right, uh, other notable guy on the bench, Traylon Burks, rookie. Uh, you have to wait and see. Last I heard, the guy was running with the three, so I wouldn't consider him over Elijah Moore, Christian Kirk, um, or Waddle, or Allen Robinson, probably all those guys right now. I don't think there's uh, really much change to consider on the bench I'm kind of surprised Singletary's on this bench. I'm not going to lie. Who would you uh, put him in favor of? I Like, it's, I... Don't trust the running backs for New England. Mm. Maybe put them in there, but you know, I don't know. I just, mm. I like Singletary too, but I I couldn't name 
like the replacement, who he'd go in for. Right, right. M- maybe know, Harris. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Harris or, or Christian Kirk, but probably Harris. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, Scott got screwed over from that trade with uh, Castro. So, I mean, he put in all that effort to get screwed over. So, might as well start the guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> what trade was that? Uh, it was, uh, it was got, a while back. You got Singletary. It was a while back. Singletary, I think, is the number one there. He is. He is. That's why I'm no, kind of shocked. Josh Allen. Well, yeah, <laughs> okay. That's true. Josh Allen's the number one running back on that team. Uh, I think that's uh, the only thing I would change here, maybe. Yeah, I, I'm not close enough to Singletary. Um, oh, that the CD trade is what you're talking about. I, I know he had some nice games, and he definitely looked like he separated himself from Zach Moss, but... I don't have my finger on the pulse to say when to start and when not to. I, I have no yeah. really good feeling on him. Um, as far as Christian Kirk goes, that guy completely ruined the market for wide receivers in the offseason because the Jags paid him an insane amount of money uh, with little resume whatsoever. And then every other wide receiver says, if Christian Kirk is worth that, how much am I fucking worth? So Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, all these guys just start moving. It, it shook up everything. Um. But yeah, I mean, he is he is the one. We'll see if uh, Trevor uh, Lawrence takes that leap into uh, looking like a professional quarterback. No Urban Meyer there to fuck up his progress. Um, pick him time. Um, I will start. I'm going to go against negative Nancy here. Uh, I'm going to take Scott over uh, over Fonz in this one. Castro. Scott. All day. These. Scott. Oh, where's your loyalty, William? <laughs> I'm gonna go with my brother, man. Damn, I think I think the projections Ooh. are right, and they're gonna. It's gonna be a close game, brother. and uh, I think <laughs> my brother's gonna take it and, by a few points. A few points. Bold call. There you go, Fonz. Probably sleep well tonight. Hearing your brother actually supported you on something. <laughs> You know what? I changed my mind. No, just <laughs> <laughs> okay, final matchup on the slate does involve you, William. You are going yeah. up against Justin. Oh, my um, God. Who cares about this one? Justin. Oh, my there God. Oh my, oh, my God. <laughs> Spoil the ending here. <laughs> uh, Justin, current favorite by about seven points, 105 to 98. Uh, let's go through his roster before we talk about yours. Number um, one, hold on real quick. You're lucky I even put a roster in there, okay? So. This is true. Oh, you I thought you were do done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take them all out right now, dude. <laughs> oh, I was like, why does Gabe Davis have this little icon next to him? It's because he's fucking live. Fucking like, playing. Right there. It is 720. I can watch it. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you should multitask like me. I just turned up. They're singing the anthem. You're fine. Right, this, um, this is the first game. It's gonna take a while. Go ahead. Um, yeah, they yeah they're they're slow to get started. Um, going through Justin's lineup, Lamar Jackson, no real questions there at wide receiver or at uh, QB. Running back is the big question mark for him. As I mentioned last ep- last episode, <laughs> uh, all of his big three running backs, I think their stock went down in the offseason. Ceh on the verge of getting outshined by Isaiah Pacheco and even uh, uh, Jarek McKinnon, I think they were, they were saying was a threat to take his touches. Um, Josh Jacobs in a contract year wasn't extended. They drafted Zemir, Zemir White behind him. 
And then Antonio Gibson was rumored to be playing special teams before uh, potentially losing his job to Brian Robinson before the whole Brian Robinson shooting happened. So maybe he got salvaged a little bit, but um, definitely a lot of scares there. And I don't see a lot of alternative options on his bench. It's really just Tony Pollard and Mark Ingram. Um, as the season plays out, it may turn out that Tony Pollard is a consistent starter over uh, CEH as the season goes on. Could be. Castor, any thoughts there? Um, no, not really. I mean, yeah, it sucks for him because I don't think I don't like any of these running backs, and I hate Josh. <laughs> I hope he loses his job. No offense, Justin. Nothing to do with you. I just don't like the guy. Is it because of that shit, like it's, where he trolled yeah. people? Yeah, never forget. Fuck that dude, Justin. He should have cut him right then and there. Word. Trade him off. Oh, look, here's The Rock, just like he was last season, wearing a fucking tank top, <laughs> flexing his anaconda of an arm, uh, doing the uh, announcements. Uh, all right. Wide receiver, looking a little better. Stephon Diggs, number one, obviously. Uh, Devontae Smith, little question marks there as far as uh, the impact A.J. Brown is going to have on him. And then uh, Amonra St. Brown, promoted all the way from taxi to uh, starting lineup. Don't really see anybody else on the bench that is worth replacing those guys. The only question is probably tight end. Uh, he currently has uh, Dalton Schultz. Okay, I'd probably like that in that potential shootout of a game over uh, Dallas Goddard. Yeah. But yeah, that's sorry. really a toss-up. Oh, Jose, you're still here. You've been frozen on my screen for a while. I wasn't sure if you, uh, you left. News to me. He's watching the game. Oh, there he is. There he is. Yeah, you had the icon up. Um, I wasn't sure if he was checking Sleeper to see if I had uh, made the swap or not, which, breaking news, I did. Wow. I got Dawson Stocks in this <laughs> game suddenly. Famous last words. By the time people hear this, they're going to know that Dawson Knox had two points on the game. And it was a terrible <laughs> mistake. Early game All right. Uh, last roster to go through is you, William. Uh, Justin Herbert out. Tua in. Mm-hmm. Feeling good there? Feeling all right. Feeling all right. Solid. DeAndre <laughs> Swift. <laughs> DeAndre Swift and Chase Edmonds lead your uh, running back attack. Um, actually, I mean, I love Swift. Chase Edmonds, they think, might be the guy. He's in that timeshare with Mostert. Mostert's like 30 years old and gets hurt a lot, so he could actually have some value. Uh, what are you shaking your head at, Castro? No, Chase Edmonds has never been a number That's one. That's why I hope so. He won't be, <laughs> William. This is like the Broncos situation all over again for you. All right, dude. <laughs> uh, wide receiver, you got Tyreek and Brandon Cooks. Actually, these guys are fine. You just need home run hitters. Like I like both of those guys. Cooks is being massively undervalued, I think. He's not a great yeah, offense, but he is. got a reception. He is the number one. Um, you're fucking ahead of me, so don't ruin anything. Here. I'm not. I'm looking at from the sleeper app. That's why I'm uh, looking at what yeah. you're looking at. On my screen, the first snap just happened, and yep, five yard out to. We need to. We need to punch through this. Oh, wrap yes. it up. Wrap yeah. it up. All right. <laughs> well, this fucking guy. Diggs got a reception. I'm Shut sorry. Up. We're going I'm playing it. against him, and it's like right there. <laughs> like we're talking about the matchup. All right. All right. Um, you actually have some action in this game, uh, Gabe Davis, who I fucking. 
had forever on the bench and finally had to make space and you claimed. And now of course goes off for four touchdowns in the playoffs last year. And suddenly the secret's out on, on how good he is. So um, <laughs> your first year with him in the offense. And then uh, I guess you got Mike Davis. I didn't even see you did that. Um, not a lot. To, oh, I noticed Michael Carter's on your bench. Yeah. Your boy. I'm, dude, I don't know dude. what the fuck is going on there, man. Like You're... I'm telling you. I, I don't uh, I don't trust it. I just saw you had Mike Gusecki starting and realized you had four fucking Dolphins in your starting lineup. <laughs> for this. Yes, I'm all in on the Dolphins. Edmonds, Tyreek, Tua, and Gusecki. No wonder you want Dawson Knox. Let's well, uh, let's talk after he has three touchdowns this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. Okay, pick him time. Uh, William, you don't get a say. We'll start with mm. Jose. Uh, Justin. Castro? Justin. And Justin for me, too. (laughs) William, I might have entertained picking you, but four Dolphins just fucking threw me off. And they're playing the Patriots, who historically have a solid defense. Okay, dude. Okay, I know everyone's eager to uh, watch the first offensive drive of real football as it happens. Uh, Looks like the streaks have to wait. Another few days before we go through. Right. <laughs> unless, uh, unless you guys have interest in uh, picking this up and doing just that portion post game, uh, everyone shakes their head. Nah. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, you guys are welcome to turn on your TVs. Uh, best of luck, everyone. Happy 2022. All right. It's here, y'all. Let's do it. Let's get it. Later. Later. Later.